Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Broadcasting from the heart of the I Work For Him nation to Christ followers working in cities and doing all kinds of jobs all over the United States, you've tuned in to the fastest Faith and work conversation. <laughs> I don't know. I can't say that anymore, can I? It's not even fair. You've looked, you're tuned into the faith and work. The I can't forget it. Forget it. We're stopping. No recovery. No, there's no recovery for that. How about you? We're the voice of the faith and work movement. That's what I was trying to say. We are. So be the voice. The voice. <laughs> Should I go back and re record that? Nah, let's just keep going. Listen, we've got a jam packed show for you today, but Martha, let's get people connecting with us online. So I just want to um, highlight that we have IWorkForHim.com. That is, you know, I think, Jim, no matter, we do, and no matter what um, we're doing on social media, it all can point back to um, our website. You can find out what is going on there, how you can connect with us. If you have questions, we have a contact page, or if you have a comment, or maybe you want to learn a little bit more about something, you can use that as a way to get a hold of us. And um, also just to... And we love it when people contact us. We, 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 we love to hear from our listeners and, pe- and we love it. For sure. And we really do. I know. I, why would you, we not? And if you reach out to us, we'll reach back. Sorry, yes. It's pretty you. funny when people you know, do reach out and we respond. I think it surprises some people, don't you? Yes. We do not have people who will respond for us. <laughs> well, we have us. <laughs> we are the people. <laughs> we, uh, we are the people. Wasn't there something like that? We, we are, are the, world. the world. No, yeah. we're not the world. No, we're just, just the people. The people. <laughs> oh, wow. We digress. Yes, we did. All right. So our show today, we're going to talk with Kim Marquette. She's the brand director for Dayspring. Dayspring, one of the largest Christian retailers, they created or created a retail um, resources. Resources. I was trying not to say products because they yes. don't like to say products around here. And, and we're on location at their headquarters in Siloam Springs, Arkansas. And Kim's got a story to tell, and I love the fact that she was a stay-at-home. She was in the in the marketplace, mm-hmm. went home to have kids, had four kids in five and a half years, yep. stayed at home for twenty years, and went back into the workforce in a church. Loved it. And the Lord said, no, 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 no. I need you to do what you're doing at church. I need you to do it in the marketplace. Meaning minister to women? Yeah. Hmm. And she got plugged into a job here at Dayspring, and she said, she, she's going to tell you some amazing things. Yeah. But, but her bottom line and, and is... Oh, don't give it away. Okay. Don't I give it away. I think they need to listen. You do need to listen. You need, I mean, Kim's got some amazing things to say, so I can't wait for you to hear her. But check them out. T- check out Dayspring. I mean, it's one of those resources I guess we haven't talked about enough. Uh, no, we have not. And they they just have beautiful quality product with a scripture message. Really, there's something for every occasion. It's all every time of the year. Yeah, And gentlemen, it's a great place to go, dayspring.com, to get something for your wife. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or your girlfriend. Or your grandmother. Or your aunt. Or your coworker. Great show ahead for you today. But first of all, we just want to make sure you just always connect with us online, iworkforhim.com. Just want to make sure you're looking at That's a great place. That's a great resource. Always a good place to check us out. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Let's just get into it. Hey, you know what? You know that here on I Work For Him, we love to highlight the amazing gifts that God has placed in the kingdom in the hearts and minds of Jesus-following women. Jesus was so intentional about lifting up women, and today women are in leadership in almost every industry. Here to talk about women in leadership 
is Kim Marquette. She's the brand director at Dayspring in Siloam Springs, Arkansas, where we are on location today in beautiful Siloam Springs, Arkansas at Dayspring. Check them out online, dayspring.com, dayspring.com. You can find Dayspring resources in so many major retailers like Hobby Lobby and Walmart and Family Dollar and Dollar Store and so many others that I can't even think to name. Kim, All those retailers. That's that places that I'll never go, love to go. That I won't go. <laughs> Kim Marquette, welcome to I Work For Him. Thanks. Great to be here. Oh, we're so glad to have you with us today and to, to really have a conversation about women in leadership. But before we do that, I just wanted to hear from you. How do you see your faith shaping the work that you do here at Dayspring? Yeah, I, uh, I have an advantage of working in a company that does Christian products mm-hmm. for Christian people. So um, I probably I have thought a, they were called resources. We well, got, I got in trouble earlier for saying <laughs> products. You're right. <laughs> Christian resources. Um, so the beautiful thing about that is that the mission of Dayspring is to see every person experience and express the life-changing message of God's love, which is the gospel. Mm-hmm. And that's my heart. So it's a beautiful combination. But Beyond that, I think being able to bring my faith to work to help the women that I'm with. So the younger women, um, the the women my age, we're able to have conversations, to pray with one another, um, to hold one another accountable. Uh, So those are the kinds of things where my faith comes into my work. And in a practical way, my faith dictates the work I do and the way I do it. So... um, you know, I want to do my work with integrity because mm-hmm. this is what God calls me to do. I want to be mindful that work came before the fall. I think sometimes we think work was a punishment. It wasn't. <laughs> God created work before the fall. We were created to work. Work is good for us. And I want to bring that attitude in. And then on the days that aren't so easy, then I have to remember, who am I doing this for? You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing this for him. And so let's take a breath. Let's take a beat. Let's go for a walk. You know, let's get centered again about what why I'm doing what I'm doing, and that would be no matter what kind of products I was working around or resources I was working around. It's I'm working for him, mm. right? Yes. Yeah, because we want people to be able to say, "I work for him." There you go. I work for him. So, um, you know, I think it's funny because a lot of people just kind of make a presumption that, well, when you work for a company that is, you know, resourcing with Christian um, themes and Bible verses and stuff, I guess you just automatically think that, you know, everybody that walks through the door is perfect and has every day is a good day. Um, But the reality is that it's just as challenging within these doors as it probably is anywhere else, don't you think? It, it absolutely is. And I've worked in a church, too. And so I think that's the assumption about a church, too. But yes. we're, That's the toughest work environment at the church. I, I mean, it's we're still people, right? And we still have a fight with our husband. Or we've got a teenager that really is not walking in the direction we would like them to walk. We all still have life we're living. So just because you walk through the door and you work for a company that's a Christian company that creates Christian resources doesn't mean it's easy or perfect or without friction. We still have to we still have to make presentations to buyers. We still have to convince people to carry our products. We still have the same business uh, frictions or frustrations that everyone else has. Mm-hmm. I think the difference is is that we have a, a common mission that we're really focused on and we really care about. And so at the end of the day, no matter how frustrating the day has been, okay, but why am I here? Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. It's it's easier to center that way, at least. But it's certainly not, nothing's perfect. Right. Not yet. 
But but God's using you in an amazing, I mean, you have a role where you, like you said, you have women that um, you are able to feed into kind of, you know, alongside of your job. So talk about that for a minute, how God has used you to um, mentor, encourage the other working women around you. So that's been a really fun surprise for me Hmm. is coming back to the workforce, uh, realizing that there was so much, there were so many ministry opportunities. Uh, I think part of it was coming back later in life, and so being older, uh, so I came in an entry-level position, and I was 20 years older than everybody else that was doing the same job I was doing, and I needed to learn plenty from them on systems and processes and what it means to be back in the workforce again, but then I could reciprocate with, how do I get my baby to sleep at night? Um, Mm. You know, how do I balance my life? How do I make the right choices? How do I, you know, resolve conflict with my husband? How do I manage up at work? You know, some of the the things that I had just life experience, I was able to give to them as they were giving back to me. And and that continues to this day. So that has been the, the biggest surprise to me about working in the corporate world again. And that could happen in any company. What do you mean manage up? Oh, how do I how manage up? Well, that's a good question. I didn't you use said the term. It. I, I figured said it. you knew what it meant. Um, <laughs> how do I make sure? A couple of things. One is I believe that part of my role is to make the, the person that I work for make sure they look good, make sure mm. they're prepared for things, make sure they're never surprised. But also part of it is, is I've, I've got an idea. How do I sell that to whoever I report to? Um so that I can get that to go somewhere. So that's sort of managing up is making sure that I'm keeping my manager informed, no surprises, and also just bringing good ideas to that person. Hmm. So how long have you been at Dayspring now? 13 years. 13 years. So your very first job at entry level, it wasn't what most people would consider a leadership role, was it? No. Do you believe you have to have a certain title in order to be a leader? I don't. I don't. Let's talk about that. I I think that, I think for, I can only speak for women. And so I think sometimes we get into that, that if I don't have a leadership title, I can't lead. But you can lead from any position you're at. And I like to remind people that you're leading whether you want to or not, or whether you (laughs) think you are or not. So some people are leading with, you know, intentionality, and some people are just leading. Mm. So I think, I know, wherever you sit in the company, wherever you sit in your church, wherever you sit in your home, it's not about positional leadership. It's about leadership and leadership is influence. And so influence is about not necessarily looking behind you and seeing a whole bunch of people following you. Leadership by influence is looking around and seeing all these people scattered that you've had influence on and they're influencing other people too. And you can do that from an entry level job and you can do that from a C-suite. So what do you think the biggest challenge are, challenges are for women as they try to lead? Well, um, things I read <laughs> say that men are more likely to lead out before they have the skills or the experience. Mm. Women feel like they can't do that until they have all the skills and experience. So I think Brene Brown says it best when she says, how can we live brave? How can we live brave? And that, on my wall, I have in letter blocks from Dayspring, be strong and courageous. And the nice part about my office is that when you're going down the hallway 
that's the wall you can see all the way down the hallway. So everyone who walks down that hallway sees mm-hmm. that. Be strong and courageous. This is the number one thing I've learned coming back to the workforce is that it takes courage. So talk about that. So you were you in a career before you decided to go out of the workforce and have children? I was. And it was a miserable experience. And I won't tell you where I was. Um, I'm sure all those people are gone. But I had, um, I was in a, it was a very political environment. It was a CPG group. And I loved the work I did. But if I didn't sit at my desk until the president left, my directional manager, or my divisional manager left, and my buyer left, I wasn't working. Mm. And I wasn't serious about my role. It was very political. It was very, um, it was just sort of hostile. It just was not a good environment. And so I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to go home and have kids. Surely that will be easier. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were already used to raising people. You, you had to raise those executives. <laughs> but you know now that raising kids, I mean, but that's a full-time, raising kids is more than a full-time job. You thought you worked long hours raising those executives. Right. So I went home and had four children in five and a half years. Mm. My husband said, well, you didn't waste any time. <laughs> My husband said, let's get in the baby business and let's get out. So we did. Um, So four children in five and a half years, and I was a stay-at-home mom, and I wanted to be that. And honestly, most of my friends are still at home. And um, But my husband became a – he worked for Walmart, and then he went to work for the church. And we were having more children, and they were growing up and getting eating a lot more food, and our income was not keeping up. And so I had to go back to work, and I didn't want to do that. Mm. So I went back to work, um, actually landed a job at my church in women's ministry. And it worked out perfectly. It was flexible. It was what I loved to do. They were paying me to teach and write and disciple women, all the things I love. And then the Lord said, no, it's time to go somewhere else. And uh, my husband was going on a mission trip, and I thought, okay, I'm going to take those 17 days, and I'm going to pray and fast. What am I supposed to do next, Lord? Because I'm in this mm. great place. Mm-hmm. Are you really calling me away? So my husband came back from a trip to Thailand, and I said, "Hey, I think I'm supposed to go back to the corporate work, work world, or corporate workforce." Mm-hmm. And he said, "No," because he was remembering how tragic it was 20 years earlier. And I said, "Well, I haven't eaten in 17 days, so I'm pretty sure I've heard right. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to pray about it too." And he did, and he came back and he said, "You're right." And so. I I spent a year trying to prepare to get back to the corporate workforce. Now, what you have to understand is that when I left the work world or the workforce in 1987. Mm -hmm. PCs were barely a thing. We had one for the entire department. And I was working an open to buy, which is a buyer's term, but I was working that on a spreadsheet, a green sheet is what we called them, ledgers, pencil, calculator, green sheet. Um, I don't even know how we sent memos or I, I don't, I don't know if I had a typewriter. I can't remember any of that, but basically I was moving from that into completely online world. Wow. And I was terrified. I'm not kidding you. Mm-hmm. I was terrified. Mm-hmm. And um, I landed in a place day spring and I found out that people were really willing to help me. And in fact, about five years into it, somebody said, well, she's the poster child. If she can learn it, anybody can learn it. <laughs> Which I think was sort of an offhanded compliment. I was going to say, somehow that was a good thing, right? <laughs> it was a good thing. But um, that's when I discovered it was all about being strong and courageous. How hard was it to make that decision, though, to leave your home, to leave your church, 
and to go back into the marketplace because there's a lot of women going i don't know if i could do it yeah it, it was really hard i it was really hard. It was, I'm not going to say, oh, it was easy because God told me to do it. No, it was really, really hard. And um, everything had to shift. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a stay-at-home mom. And so now all of a sudden, my husband's got to pick up the kids. But that was always what I did. And now, because I have a 40-minute commute, he has to take the dog to the vet or get the dinner started or whatever. I mean, it was a complete switch for all of us. And um, it was nerve-wracking. I think if I... The beautiful part was that I landed at Dayspring in an entry-level job, and I was 44, and everyone around me was 24. And I was the mom instantly, and I knew how to play that role. Mm-hmm. When we come back, you're going to hear how, how Kim Marquette has used that mom role to mentor and disciple the ladies around her. And even though she didn't have as much experience, or she had just as much experience as the other entry-level people... She was able to use the wisdom God had given her as a mom to impact a company. You're listening to I Work For Him as we're on location, Martha and I on location in Siloam Springs, Arkansas, at the headquarters of Dayspring. How fun has that been for you, Martha? Oh, it's been pretty awesome. You know, we have been... It's like Disney World for Martha, people. <laughs> That's what this is. If you have any kind of a retail background, this is just a treat to be... Um, or to get a to Christian be... retail background like you. Well, sure. But, you know, to just be able to see a little bit behind what goes on inside of a big organization that creates so many amazing resources and does it with such a great, um, you know, vision and strategy. And I just want to encourage our listeners to take a moment and go to dayspring.com because I think a lot of people don't even realize the breadth of the stuff that is available. And I'll... If you have the pleasure of having a store in your area, independent Christian retailer or um, some of the different um, outlets for getting the the Dayspring products, um, people are very blessed by that. It, but if they can't, going to dayspring.com is a great way to see what there is and they can order right there. So mm-hmm. I just want to encourage our listeners with that. Check it out and um, you know, you'll be hooked. So Kim Marquette, we're talking about your... Um, your story, how mm-hmm. God brought you to Dayspring. You um, have mentioned several times that you know you re-entered the workforce. So you were raising your kids. You were um, in a ministry position at your church, mm-hmm. but you were not in the corporate world for a lot of years. And um, God called you back to it. But that's not the case for a lot of your peers. Um, let's talk about that for a minute. Why? Um, why do you think it's important? For, you know, when God called you back into corporate America, mm-hmm. uh, what do you want to say to the people that maybe are not, you know, they're staying at home mm-hmm. long after their kids are gone and, and maybe God has a different plan for them? What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, uh, I've seen lots of women kind of hit that mid-40s age where their kids are just about to launch out and they're about to be empty nesters. And I hear a lot of, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. And really financially, I was kind of forced into making a decision to go back to work. Um, but looking back, I can, I can remember about six months in, I thought, oh, it feels like this fits me better than I would have ever guessed. Hmm. Now, it's still hard. It's hard because my friends are still at home and there's things that I've, there's sacrifices to have been made. And I've made a lot of those sacrifices of I'm not as available and I don't get to do lots of things that they do. And they, you know, they do lots of fun things that I'm at work. But what I found is that the ministry I've had when I, since I've come back to work with these young women has been unbelievable. I mean, 
it's been amazing. It's been more, I've discipled women since I was 21 years old, but I've never had such a broad reach of ministry as I have here at work. And I think, I think it's because I came back. I think it's because I came back and I would love to tell women out there who are facing that next season when their Mm -hmm. kids are going to be gone, please consider, please pray about going back because you can go back. So not go back so you can make a bunch of money. Not go back so that you can become super career woman. Go back because the women in the workplace desperately need a godly woman in their lives. Yeah, and this is the beautiful part about going back. I didn't come back to build a career. Mm-hmm. That wasn't it. I wasn't about, oh, I'm going to build a career. I was about, I got 20 years. I want to find a place and I want to make a difference. And I want to leave something behind when I exit. You know, I spent 20 years raising my kids. I'm going to spend 20 years at Day Spring or until they give me a cake in the gathering place or whatever it is. But, <laughs> um, but I want to. That's the sign. That's the sign. I said, you know, I'm not leaving until you give me a cake. But, uh, but I was able to come back and. Uh, you can come back. Y- mm. You don't have to be. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to be the smartest. You can learn things. You're, it's not over in your mid forties. You can come back, and please come back because mm. these women they need us. Good word, Kim Marquette. Thank you for being on. I work for him today. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Check them out online, dayspring.com, dayspring.com, or in a local retailer near you. Check out your Christian local retailers. Lots of great products out there. I said it. Lots of great resources for you <laughs> living out your faith in your work. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work to join the I Work For Him Nation or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online iworkforhim.com. I Work the number four, him.com.